0: What's up everyone welcome back to another episode of the stream and nonsenseness I'm your host Harrison Clare and I've got to introduce another host today (laughs) take it away hello 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 kia ora whānau
1: my name's Ant and I'm an old mate I'm an old mate of Harrison Harrison's uh, self and person and um, we've been streaming nonsenseness for a long long time yes. long before this wonderful podcast <laughs> began long time and uh we figured we'd change it up a bit tonight and i'm gonna throw you some questions harry
0: what
1: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be crazy yeah bro i'm what?
0: serious so today i'm, I'm the, guest. the guest the guest isn't me it is me. Got him. <laughs>
1: Got, him. <laughs> Got him. good. All right. So, Look, let's get started with some nice fluffy ones.
0: All right, fluff me up.
1: So, what was it like growing up in Miramar?
0: Growing up in Miramar. Miramar was a place over in little old Wellington, in Aotearoa, across the ocean. And um, Miramar is a good place to be, man. Miramar is... Eastern suburbs, it's a, bit, uh, it's a bit more, I don't know how you say, but it's a bit more affluent than most of the other suburbs that some people would have grown up in, but it's, it's a good place to be, um, it, it's hard to compare it to anything else because I haven't really been growing up anywhere else, but it, it's, it's nice, It's I had a lot of my friends there, so. Excellent, <laughs> that's
1: good. Um, good, I'm glad it was good to grow up in Miramar. Yeah,
0: it's good. I've got no complaints about Miramar. It was Everyone always said it was so far away from everything, but, like, I don't think so. I managed but to... But I
1: guess you say that when you grow up in Wellington. That's true. When, when you're you move to a city, yeah, real city, yeah. and you understand that everything's close to everything in yeah. Wellington. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. everything's the a, a hot second away from each other. Yeah. I know, like, I know that Miramar was maybe half an hour away from the city and so I'd, I'd spend a lot of my youth you know drinking in the city or someone's place in the city uh, you know w- whether it may be a, an apartment or or Newtown or somewhere like that and i always end up walking home at the end of the night because i was too young for the walk mission a, always too young for, not too young too poor for a taxi and we have no uber back in my day so I'd, I'd, just, <laughs> I'd be strolling this like 40 50 minute walk along along Evans Bay and just kind of like pretty standard pretty standard yeah like drunk off my ass just like oh, okay in and, and 20 minutes I get to a, a petrol station and then I can pick up some chips and then <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll keep me going for that other half hour of the walk I genuinely did that a, a shit ton of
1: times that describes growing up in Miramar very well. <laughs> very accurately.
0: <I> <laughs> it was a good place to be. Shout outs to Miramar. Shout outs to all the Miramar people. Yeah, shout listening. out. East suburbs, wellies. Yeah, it's, it's, a good, it's a good place for sure. I miss that a lot. A lot of good memories in that place. A lot of good uh, fish and chips in Miramar. A lot of good. Um, Mad fish and chips. A what good, was your
1: favourite spot? Favourite
0: spot? Um... For the F and C's. For the F and C's. Well, we we had a place. I'm not even sure what it was called. I think it was called something generic, just like Fish and Chips Land. But it was just down the road from from my house. You know the one I'm talking about, yeah? It was just right by the bus stop. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah, that's right.
0: That's, they introduced me to the deep fried, yeah, deep no, fried Yeah. We've all yep. we've all had our first memory of the deep, <laughs> deep fried morabar too, and um, you know, it's just how close it, get you like three dollars of chips, which is enough to feed. Uh, 84 people, yeah. 84 to 85 people. It's not such yeah. a thing in here anymore, you know. It's a, it's a real New Zealand memory to be like, just oh, five bucks of chips, and then you, yeah. get, you get like a, a basket full. Go down to the chip shop with a whole 20, like, <laughs> <Yes>. oh, <laughs> oh <shit. laughs> feed I'm the set, family. I'm set for the year tonight, yep. Yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Memorize a good place. We have a lot of love for it for sure. <laughs>
1: Who was your first celebrity
0: crush? My first celebrity crush? um, I reckon my first celebrity crush was probably... Probably uh, What's Her Face? From Spy Kids? You know, the chick from Spy Kids? I can't remember her name. Yeah,
1: I remember. I remember. I used to love Spy Kids. Yeah. Great series of
0: films. Great series. It's like... There was, like, um, two. There were really good ones. The first two were kind of weird, and they had, like, a an eerie kind of atmosphere around yeah. them. And they had this, you know, if you would have been like 12 in it, but I would have like... <laughs> Probably was, been
1: 12 or younger, I'd exactly. say, when they were coming out. So, you know.
0: <laughs> Prime target. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would have been like eight or something, but something about those spies, man, they'll do it to you. <laughs> also, I want to just stop and do a quick shout out to what we're drinking as is per, as is per, oh, yeah. You know, usual on the show, we got. Uh, so, a soft, dry white or a sweet white? Um, I prefer to call myself just a sweet fruity white. But mm, the, but sweet but fruity white. But the wine is um, actually <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know. It's it's, just, it's the cheapest stuff we can get. It, it's, it's the local, and we're drinking it straight today. No, no mixer. Straight no, no, goo. no time for mixing. No time. No time to mix around. Yeah, it's delicious, and it's going to get me feeling real nice. All right, what else do you want to know about me?
1: I want to know your opinion on the best era
0: of gaming. The best era of gaming? Um, the best era of gaming would have to be the, the time kind of just after PS2 kind of started to kick off and then, like, everyone had a PS2 and there's all these fresh games coming out and um, you had, like, all your like Jack and Daxter's and Ratchet and Clank's and, and kind of similar games around then. There was, I, I don't, like Burnout 3 was one that was mm. really good. The middle of Solid 2 and 3 were both really good. Kind of right in the middle of the, the PS2's um, kind of life cycle. We're lucky enough now in my current house to have like a big wall of PS2 games because they're dirt cheap. You just walk into any secondhand store and we're like kind of currently reliving that. 'Cause when I was growing up I, I had the PS one and that was like sick. We used to play hella PS one games and then and then we eventually got the PS two. I think I, I think I only was allowed to have those because I did a full a full year of playing soccer, you know, for like a extracurricular <laughs> yeah, soccer. <Dad. laughs> because because. Um, I didn't really want to do it, but I really wanted the the PlayStation. Dad's like, "Look, if you just do it for a year of it, you can have the PlayStation." I'm like, "Oh, it's worth it." <laughs> well, in the long run, you know, that's a pretty good deal. It's I'd a pretty say. good deal. I mean, I guess some kids would just be happy just to be playing soccer, but not me. I needed something <laughs> extra on the end. But but um, that that stuff was expensive. Like, I don't, like when you think about it now, my parents are probably dropping like. You know, like eight hundred dollars on like something like that. Like that's not that's not even like off the rip. There were probably about twelve hundred dollars off the rip for a PlayStation One, yeah. and a PlayStation Two, and now they you couldn't you couldn't give them away. No, <laughs> someone's it's like, funny, you got to you got to see that. You've a PS Two now, It's like, oh yeah, cool. Just whatever. I'll pay you to take it off my hands. Yeah, somewhere around then. Gaming's changed since then. Gaming now because I missed out on the whole PS Three thing as it happened. Like I, I never had one in the house and. And all the games seemed pretty cool but it was just extra like so far beyond what i was used to i wasn't that age to play anymore and also especially all these ps4 games now that they're cool but you have to pay all the extra for the for the bonus bonus features yeah the dlc it's it's changed subscription based as well it's changed the landscape man It it used to be a whole different kind of vibe but but I mean, they're bringing it back. I mean, the Crash Bandicoot Three remastered is the, it's the hot hot You're thing happy right about now. That, yeah, yeah. Flatmate just picked that up today. And played a little bit of that. It's good. It's Crash Bandicoot. It's just like, they thought. Well, you liked it then. You're gonna like it now. We can charge you a lot more for it. Favorite PS Two game. Favorite PS Two game. Um, that would probably have to be. Mm-mm. Favorite PS Two game. Probably Burnout Three Takedown which is good because we have that in the house right now, so I continue to play it. For those who don't know, the Burnout 3 franchise was just all about driving a fast car and crashing it really nicely, which is like, I've never really cared about sports games. Matt FIFA and NBA, all that stuff, I just couldn't give a rat's ass just because I just... If I, sports are kind of fun to play, but to, to play on another console, I'm like, nah. And even racing games, I'm like, eh, nah. Yeah. If you, but if you can crash them now you're, <laughs> now you're talking. it's a little, a bit, little of, bit of destruction. Exactly. That's some schmoney for you, some Bobby Schmurder for you. <laughs> that's what gets me going. What's your favorite PS2 game incidentally?
1: My favorite PS2 game would be a toss up between Need for Speed Underground 2. Oh yeah and, classic classic um,
0: soundtrack. Riders yeah. of the Storm. Yeah, that taught me a lot. Taught me a lot that game. <laughs> taught me a lot about <laughs> driving. <laughs> and
1: Crash Team Racing.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Crash Team Racing's a goodie. I
1: smashed that. I, I love that game.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's good. I think I read somewhere they're going to do a remake of it because they're already remake. Yeah, no, it's coming. <laughs> of course. They're squeezing that cash cow. Yeah. Squeezing the milk out of that little teddy.
1: That's right i'll get under those teats
0: <laughs> yeah won't we all <laughs> suckers suckers for teats it's going to name my autobiography when it finally comes out
1: last last one on the um on the more lighter side
0: okay i'm scared about the not lighter no, side. no they're not
1: scary they're not scary they're not scary i'm scared i'm really <laughs> scared okay Favourite festival lineup? Yeah. Living or dead? Uh-huh. That, that... Okay, so any festival in history. Yeah, you line up the... a festival, you know, just go as long as
0: you can. Uh, okay. <laughs> Who uh, would be? Um, so I can make one up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And it can be anyone from any age? Hmm. So that can be any age? Yeah, can... You could have Mozart. <laughs> Definitely lock in Mozart. That guy had the bangers. Mozart wants some more. <laughs> um, let me see. I'm, I'm pretty sure it would be almost exclusively hip-hop, though, because that's kind of the, the, the my bread and butter. Um, like, the Up and Smoke tour from, like, whenever that was, 2000 and early 2000s, that, that's pretty. That's a pretty legit lineup as it was. You had the Snoop Dogg and Dre, like, top of the game. Yeah. And, yeah, like, um, Eminem and rah, rah, rah. But, um, I don't know. It would probably... Probably have to be like, you know, you'd want like Mac Miller, Chance the Rapper, they're my like bread and butter. You'd want some like, um, maybe just some gorillas as well, just to be yeah. interesting. Just some like Young Doug as well, just to, just to keep it spicy. Maybe you put in like Lil B, just to keep mm. it even more interesting. Maybe, just maybe, good energy, you know. Yeah, just good energy. Maybe have... uh Damn, who else is there? There's there's a few musicians out there. Anthony Young and the next yeah. and would be good. <laughs> that that'd be a good one to put on. Maybe uh, maybe that one band we saw that one time and they had about eight people. In it, And their song was like Hawee. Do you remember them? Oh,
1: yes. Mantis and the Prayer.
0: Yeah. If any of you are listening.
1: Yeah. Mantis and the Prayer, shout out. Shout out to them one time. Those guys are incredible energy. We played together at the corner a long, a long, long time ago. They have an interesting
0: group of people. But let's bring them into my dream festival mm. just, just to confuse <clears> everyone. You get Nas, Tupac, you get um you'd get Lauren you get the Fujis. They'd be in there for sure. You'd get uh, the far side. This is going to be like a it'll be like a 3 week long festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can't For sure. And um, and you're not allowed to sleep because yeah. they, they they run acts all day and all night. I don't think many people would be sleeping. I don't think so. And there would be um what else would there be? There'd be just like real death grips as well, just mm. to, just to wake mm. people up. That'd be the yeah. nighttime one, and then maybe you'd have. Um, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think about who else would be really really interesting, mm. and maybe, just uh, and just my dad as well. Just <laughs> just, <laughs> Mike Clare. just Mike Clear. Just Mike Clear on the mic.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So does spin... does he play any instruments or uh,
0: apart from the no it doesn't play anything <laughs> <laughs> apart from the camera the f- camera phone <laughs> <laughs> no, uh. but it does not play a thing yeah i guess so but but that that whatever that festival would be called and that festival would be called um would be called big boys <laughs>
1: big boys 2017
0: 2017 this year watch out for it tickets on sale soon all right it'd be like fire festival it'd be like (laughs) (laughs) it'd be kind of like that failure of the one that ja rule had yeah i reckon oh shit
1: oh shit well done well done i I would attend that festival good and i would not sleep Artificial intelligence, right? If you Uh can call it artificial, Uh you know, it's um, progressing in leaps and bounds. Some would say, yes. And uh, some people are worried about the effects that will have on society. Yeah. And also ethics comes into play there a lot. Because, you know, say the more reliant we become, on, um, you know, smart technology. Right. Where's the border in terms of the treatment of of the smart technology in various forms, whether they're fully-fledged um, robot companions, uh-huh. you know, or even just your phone? Mm-hmm. Where does cruelty come into play
0: there? Like... Like, when does it need rights and stuff? Yeah. Um, I, think, I think in terms of artificial intelligence, I don't think it's ever... I don't think we're going to see it in our lifetimes being, being advanced enough to a point that they, they ever develop proper emotions in the sense that we're feeling. I don't think, I don't think that's going to be an issue for a long time personally the the way I see artificial intelligence being kind of implemented into the lives that we live now it's it's all involved with um, with kind of doing menial tasks that are slightly too complicated for most people to want to do. like it's mostly uh, from what I understand, it's like it's to do with um, a tar- targeted advertising and like putting together bits of information that everyone has because everyone's got all the information out there because it's all been data mined from these corporations it's like the kind of artificial intelligence pairs you know certain groups with this and then like uses the outlying data to figure out how to how, how to advertise towards this person or how to make this person's life easier in the in kind of general just p- putting putting things together for people's lives like especially Especially with um, just like automation of r- real basic things, I just I just don't see I don't don't see any sort of because what I'm thinking is like iRobot esque kind of things, you know, like hmm. iRobot, the 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 Will Smith kind of thing, and the ro- the robots were there and they were like human robots, but I, I don't know if that's ever going to be an issue for for people in in our lifetimes. If it does get to that point though, I mean you got to be got to be like come on you're you're not humans <laughs> you know <laughs> you yeah. know it, it it's it may seem like it but they're not i don't think i don't think it's the same thing if someone mm. has has all the exact patterns of someone who has feelings they, at the end of the day I mean at the end of the day they don't really mm. so fuck you robots <laughs>
1: do you think it's possible for someone to love um an object or you know a piece of technology
0: yeah um yeah i guess so i think i think love is a is a word that means a million different things to a million different people as much as as much as society and The media you consume tells you that it does have one like love is love and that's love love (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't know i i I love my phone i love it to bits but i don't i don't love it in a romantical sense but i do (laughs) (laughs) don't tell my phone (laughs) (laughs) but what 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 would how would you what what example would you give? What do you mean like that? Like someone loves a robot or something?
1: Yeah. Say okay. Say for example, um, you know, someone orders online a custom built doll. Yeah. To their exact specifications. Yeah. right? Gets delivered. Open the box. There's this doll. Yeah it's built for the purpose of companionship. Yeah, Barbie. Which, yeah, <laughs> this, this happens. You know? Yeah, right. Do you think it's possible for that person to feel um, love in the same sense that two humans in a relationship?
0: No, no. I, I don't think. I don't think it's. A, I don't think other. that's the same at all. Because I think love is a is a it's a relationship it's built on it's an understanding and um, and being built from both sides it's like a bridge that you go to like kind of combine to meet in the middle somewhere and then at some point you decide that's what love is you use the notorious L word but I mean I think if it's just tech, if it's just a thing that they've got built for them and then they might think they love it but it's just a it's a one way sort of it's like a it's like masturbating their love because it's just <laughs> that one side, you know. It's not. Yeah,
1: it's, it, it's one sided.
0: Yeah, uh, at least, at least with with what I know that we have in terms of technology and, <clears throat> and things that we can make. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Are, are you just like about to bring out this doll, saying, "Look, I made this for you. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise." Maybe. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo! yes
1: don't i love it
0: um yeah all right right.
1: that that was interesting (laughs) thank you i try and be interesting that's that's you are interesting
0: that's why i base my personality around that's
1: why i wanted to
0: ask you a few questions go on pick your brain my brains need picking as well as my nose (laughs) a lot of pickage that needs to happen all (laughs) right Menu pick is murder ever justified uh, is murder ever justified, um, like a premeditated? I'm not talking self-defense. Yeah, but I'm just- not
1: talking an an accident or someone who's attacking you. You're defending your life or or, or whatever.
0: Yeah, just like or a premeditated a murder. murder. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I don't think it's it's like it's like the eye for an eye, Max, the whole world blind kind of thing, you know. There's some people who would like to argue for the for the death penalty, and I and I don't I don't think I can ever really understand that agreement. There was like a famous case back in the eighteen hundreds. There was a guy called Albert Fish. He was like a really, really messed up dude. He was like he was a notorious serial killer, pedophile, like cannibal, like he would do this it was really, really messed up in the head and he would like self-mutilate and who would abduct children off the street and he would write letters to their parents about how he'd you know taken their children and how he'd killed them and and eaten them and then would send them a letter and then be on his merry way and then eventually got convicted for his crimes and he got given the death penalty and it's like in that and, and you know for that instance it's very easy to say like well we just had to get him we had to get rid of him we just had to had to kill him and you can look at that and you can say like, yeah, I guess that's right. He, that's the person that wasn't going anywhere. Like <laughs> if yeah. that was his behavior his whole life, I don't think any sort of rebe- rehabilitation would have fixed him, you know, in, in quotes. But but it's still, it still just seems like revenge and revenge like never really fixes anything. Mm. It's like the heart of, not the heart of, not like pretending to understand hard gang culture, but it seems like there's a lot of, things that happen in gangs that are kind of like, you know, Kendrick said it like, if somebody killed my son, then somebody getting killed. And it's kind of, it's that <clears> mentality <throat> of like, yeah, well, you know, take one of mile, take one of yours. And that's, I guess that's what death penalty stems from. Yeah, and, and, the,
1: and, you know, grief.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a way to cope with it. And you might feel better at the end of the day. But I don't think it's really fixing anything. And I don't think anyone's better for it at the end. But also also like devil's advocate i've never had something happen to me so bad that i feel like i need to kill someone maybe people have i don't think it is possible i don't think it is i don't think it is uh ethical though (coughs) to, to ever to ever murder someone i don't think it's ever it ever fixes anything i don't think it ever helps anything no matter what they have done or or whatever but um maybe i'll kill someone tonight be, <laughs> maybe tonight's the night it could be you know yeah i've been thinking too deep then i'm like actually wait a minute it's time for me to to really get out there and start assassinating <laughs> no nah, nah. i just don't nah, i don't think it's i think if you just you just got to think things all you can do all you can do in life is try and think things t- to either to either end of the of the argument that you're thinking of you gotta you gotta play play that the enemy as much as you to play the victim and try and think everything through as much as possible and if you do that it's, it's easier to see that, that retaliation isn't the answer mm-hmm. you know, my thoughts on it so. Have you ever had jury duty? Nah, never.
1: Have you got any letters yet? Jury uh, duty? No, can we get it? Can we get it here? Yeah, you should probably ask the folks if any where would, where would your mail probably be going to
0: um, back in Willie's? They would be. going to. Yeah, Yeah, on Bird Street. No, I mean, chased it up anyway. Can, how, how early can you get jury duty from? From when you're. 18? Well,
1: I got. Yeah, you can get it from 18. Oh really? I got, actually, um, no, I had
0: a friend do a jury jury duty. It's definitely. <laughs> it's the duty. He had jury duty, which is way different. No, I had a friend actually who had to do jury duty, but um, but yeah, no, I've never got it. I I i don't think i'd want to do it though it doesn't it doesn't interest me that much i don't i don't feel like i want to do that there's the um there's a quote i read somewhere that um said like if you're getting judged by a, a jury you know it's a it's a jury of people that was ju- too stupid to get out of jury duty so <laughs> so, so it's That's like a good one yes yeah, <laughs> it's like is it fair yeah um
1: You've used to do Maybe it? it is fair. Maybe it's more fair. Um, Maybe it's true. You've, have you had to do jury duty? No, I've gotten out of jury duty. I oh, really? Watch. What
0: was your excuse?
1: I don't, I don't want in to New do- Zealand <laughs> <laughs> at the moment. Nice. So, Got him. Yeah, pretty easy. Yeah. Okay, well, you don't want to be a juror. Mm-hmm. Would you be a judge and uh, go to your wall of CDs and yeah. judge me one <laughs> CD that... Uh, you know, is either a favourite or, or something that, uh, you
0: know, means a lot. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, this is interesting. I've never tried to do this before. This, this is going to be funny because I know this wall like the back of my penis. So let's, <laughs> let's see what I can find. All right. All right, we're back. And we're back. So I've returned... And uh, what I've decided to choose is uh, Outkast. Mm. Outkast's third album, Equimini. Mm. A- mm. Bloody, bloody good album. I'd say it's probably one of my favorite albums of all time. It's a damn, 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 damn. <laughs> fine <laughs> album. <laughs> damn, damn. It's funny, yeah. it says Outkast 2 on the front. You even noticed that? Yeah, yeah I love it. I don't know why. <laughs>
1: I love it, though. Because, because they like, released... Maybe they, you know...
0: Maybe, confused. maybe they got yeah. <laughs> confused about which one it was. <laughs> For anyone who hasn't seen the cover of it, it's it's one of the greatest uh, rap covers, I reckon. It's got Andre standing in some sort of, like, pimp outfit with this, like, little tight fro big boy sitting on the throne. There's a UFO behind them. There's the AT
1: Aliens. That's
0: true. There's the OutKast logo, the Cadillac, and then just whole bunch of woman <laughs> it's a, like some black exploitation kind of film kind of weird 70s cover it's just an amazing album i yeah i was first introduced to outcast as as i think many of us were through hey Ya. yeah when that smashed through the charts in the early 2000s
1: and speaker box love below definitely yeah. um that album the so
0: first exposure to to the hippie Outcast. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And um, and those are good albums, but I, I, didn't, I didn't really know those albums even. What I knew was just Hey Ya and uh, The Way You Move. And I was like, oh, that's Outkast. They that can do some jams. And they then, got the jams. And then one of my friends was, was telling me, like, no, you got to listen to the old stuff. The old stuff's really good. And I'm like, oh, Hey Ya, they're, they're old stuff. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> and then, yeah, I went back and checked it out. And I was like, oh, shit. These guys are the top five lyricists of all time. Yeah and this album's super special for me because it was leading up to my time heading over to australia this was like on repeat almost almost every day just i had had the album on vinyl and i you know back when i was back into collecting vinyl and stuff and it was just this new and it's just a timeless record as well because it was new to me then but it sounded kind of new even though it's i think it's 98 or something 97 it's, it's not it's not new by any stretch of the imagination and it's just so funky and so timeless and so so fresh and all the rhymes on it are amazing like the beats on it it's got one of the one of the best songs of all time spody Odie delicious mm, mm. which is just everyone knows that song it's the one that goes <laughs> <laughs> and he goes into a dubstep breakdown. <laughs> it doesn't do that. It was it was before its time. Yeah, Skrillex actually had his first feature on this album. <laughs> he did not That's a complete lie. But yeah, it's just a it's just a really brilliant album. Man. Really it's brilliant, brilliant album. It's 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 one of those rare ones that's genuinely amazing, but also nostalgic at the same time. And yeah, I just I just can't get enough of it. You really like this album as well, don't you? Oh, you know it. You can um, go with. I am a big
1: outcast fan <laughs> <laughs> I am an outcast Ian myself <laughs> no nah, even since my first memory is 10 years old um, jamming speaker box in love below at my mate's house I didn't have the CD but he had it um, mm-hmm. and we would blast it until his <laughs> mum would come in and be like turn that down too many swear words <laughs> and then we'd just wait a bit and, like, and we'd blast it again our favourite one was um last call yeah because it had you know a lot of uh naughty words
0: <laughs> in there there's a wee bit profane um, profane in the membrane
1: yeah profane in them brains yeah nice but i was just in love from that point and the love below as well yeah you know,
0: yeah i mean they did they did this um Uh, The reunion tour recently. I mean, not recently. Maybe like three years ago now, but that's recent in Outcast terms. And then Mm -hmm. everyone got really excited that they might do might do like another album. And now we're kind of like, no, (laughs) we've done enough. We've given you like six amazing albums. You don't you don't need any more.
1: Yeah. Like, are you not satisfied?
0: Yeah actually that's quite funny do you remember after um after kendrick drops his recent dropped his recent one damn there was like a there's these fan theories going around online like he's dropping another one next week like and they look to all these weird kind of hoping for the best i know they they just read into these like tweets and like like youtube comments and they're like there's proof and then (laughs) kendrick would have been sitting there like i just what i just i just just gave you a And so
1: much work went into this. Yeah, like, they're like, what about the second one? <laughs> people are just thirsty. They're
0: yeah. very thirsty. People the are world ruined. is thirsty. It's true. Everything's getting too fast and easy to do. So you want more of it.
1: And there's a lot of people who
0: need water. <laughs> <laughs> gold. Comedy gold. <laughs> I love it. Welcome right. to the show
1: excellent excellent okay we're going to finish it off on um a light note question that i just want to ask you um you know because i love your parents me too i love your whole family me too very much and i want to know something what is something that your family has taught you about life
0: what's something that my family's taught me about life um um shit. that's a big one <laughs> <laughs> Mar-
1: marinate gone marinate on there <laughs>
0: <laughs> in the words of the infamous outcast uh they taught me to to always always every time to wipe your bum you- <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be poo there. You have gotta wipe it off. No,
1: no. And there we have it.
0: That's <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. On a serious note, um, I think something I, I learned from my parents um, is is to never underestimate the value of enjoying what what you're doing, and not to hold it to a higher power or to a or to a standard that that's unobtainable or or unreachable or or something that might be a bit uh stressful to think about like you know they've they've always told me like you know we want the best for you but we also want you to be happy and that does come first and foremost and that's something that something that i i try and live and i i think it's i think it's great i i I don't necessarily think it makes me like that drives me to be uh, a more productive person like it doesn't work in that way but but just having that knowledge in the back of my head that that things are for you, ultimately. Like, your life is for yourself. You're not living it for anyone else. Like, you can live it to a degree to make other people happy if that makes you happier, but it comes from within. So if you want to, if you want to be the best person you can be, start by being a happy person and person who's who's pleased with what they've done, and then and then the rest will kind of fall into place. I think that's something that, that the Claire's have taught me. Mm. Shout out parents. Love you, mom, love you, dad. Shout love out, you, Victoria. love you, Love you, Lexi. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much the best thing best thing I think I'm picking up from them. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that was a good yarn. Thanks, thanks for the yarns. <laughs> if you don't mind, I'm gonna take over for the outro because that's kind of my thing. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, hope you enjoyed listening to me waffle waffle on waffle on like a waffle lion. And of course, we'll be back next week with another stream for you. Uh, take care. Um, take care when you're crossing the roads Um, always uh, clean behind your ears Uh, love you, thanks Anthony bye